Welcome into another episode of the Five Foot Nothing, Hundred Nothing Podcast. I'm your host, and I am Five Foot Nothing, a Hundred Nothing. All right, guys, welcome in, welcome back to one of the rare impromptu episodes that this show will ever have. Um, I didn't know when my next episode was going to be, uh, probably approaching the spring game, somewhere in that neighborhood, but... Notre Dame broke some news this week. <clears throat> I gave an opinion. And it got a lot of attention. But it got not just my message, but in general for Notre Dame fans, it got a lot of attention. It got some attention from college football fans. And the news and the topic was Notre Dame playing HBCU Tennessee State in the 2023 football season. Now, if you haven't seen my message or my thoughts, which one of the reasons I want to do this was Twitter is not always the best place to fully explain a thought and and put it in context that everybody can kind of understand and see all the angles. I, I did my best to say what I felt. I feel like I accomplished that despite some of the reaction. But if you didn't see it, what I said was Tennessee is not much different than Ball State or whoever. The fact that it is an HBCU is of great significance. And I do not view random FCS or HBCUs in the same light. Both are similar in terms of what it means on the field, but HBCUs are about respect and inclusion, and I like that. So that was my message. And again, character limits. You have to cut out little words here and there and make it all fit into one tweet. Um, apparently, my thought was not as well received for some as it was others. Some people saw my perspective in the way I presented it, and like, hey, you know, I like that. I didn't see it that way. That's that's a great way of looking at it. Others, uh, not so much, you know, with the <laughs> with the liking it, and you know, so let's let's expand upon the idea of Notre Dame playing Tennessee State in FCS HBCU University. In 2023. First off, the idea that it absolutely tanks our strength of schedule is absurd. Okay? We've played UMass. We've played Ball State. In fact, we struggled with Ball State. And the year we played Ball State, we ended up going undefeated and going to the college football playoff. So, I don't know that it makes a difference. You know, if you go undefeated... Regardless of whether it was Ball State or Tennessee State, you're going to get that opportunity. Okay? So, 
the fact that it's Tennessee State, I don't think is going to be a huge strength of schedule issue because we throw in lower level, yes, FBS, but lower level, arguably bottom of the barrel FCS teams on our schedule as it stands now. So I don't see a huge issue with this, number one. Number two, the idea that this is an annual thing now, I don't believe that to be the case at all. This is a one-time thing. Uh, it, I, I can't say that like it's never going to happen again, but as it sits right now, it's a one-time thing. There's no uh, talk of a commitment to playing uh, FCS schools or HBCU specifically. There, there's no talk of that whatsoever. So I, I don't see the idea that, okay, well, now we can't stand on the – we've never played an FCS school. That's out the window, which, fair, it is. But it it's not going to be this annual thing that is going to become a, a bashing point for Notre Dame like we do on other schools that play one FCS school and – one bottom of the barrel FBS school every year. So again, Notre Dame still has, uh, I think, a little bit of a pride, while it might be diminished playing this one FCS school right as it stands right now. I don't think we're falling in line with the SEC or you know uh, Big Ten or whoever other any. Big 12, any other P5 conference that plays these multiple cupcakes. Okay, so there's that. Also, the year we are playing Tennessee State is the year 2023. And I'm not going to go through the whole schedule. That's We still got to play 2022. But real quick, in 2023, we play Clemson, Ohio State, and USC. I've already talked about this upcoming season playing Clemson, Ohio State, USC. This year's Clemson has DJU. I'm not even going to try to say the last name. DJU, who we don't know. what is he going to be the guy we saw in South Bend? Or is he going to be the guy that played last year? I don't know. But what we do know is their backup, Klubnik, is a five-star number one recruit. So we're probably going to get him in 23. That's my guess. Ohio State is Ohio State. USC, I already am worried about them at the end of this year. What do you think is going to be in 23? So if you're playing Ohio State as they sit, Clemson likely with a better quarterback, USC with another year under Lincoln Riley, I don't think playing Tennessee State is a strength of schedule concern. Uh, Who gives a shit if it's Tennessee State or UMass, or Ball State, or Western Michigan, or Central Michigan, or, I mean, go start raffling off all the teams Notre Dame has filled in Toledo to be that that lesser game. So I don't think we should be worried about strength of schedule this one season with Tennessee State. Now, will my tone change? Should we continue to play 
FCS schools on an annual basis, and there's no uh, rhyme or reason to it, yeah, I, I might feel differently because then it will start to mirror the SEC crap a little bit too much. But maybe that's the trick. I don't know. I saw something on Twitter that that's the problem. We're not playing FCS schools. All the teams that play FCS schools are winning championships. You know, maybe that's the problem. But the other the other side of this is the head coach of Tennessee State is Eddie George. And you can hate that it's Eddie George, Marcus Freeman, Ohio State connection. You can hate that all you want. But that is the connection. That's why it's this school. And I don't want to I don't want to make this a racial thing because that's what it's it's become in, in certain if you look enough on social media you will see that it's you either like this and you appreciate what Notre Dame is doing or you don't and you're a racist and that's ridiculous okay that's no you, you cannot like that we're playing at FCS school and, and it doesn't have to be about anything more than that and and many people have said that and and I agree my viewpoint is Marcus Freeman is a more current event type thinker. He's not old-timey like Brian Kelly or even Jack Swarbrick, who was the AD. And to to think, you know, Marcus Freeman and Eddie George made up their own plan and then it got put into play, I, I don't think it's that simple, but I have to believe that they came together came up with a plan to present to their respective ADs, Jack Swarbrick, and I I cannot remember the Tennessee State is Dr. Somebody. Um, but they, you know, they work together to make this become a thing. And yes, okay, it is an HBCU. It's a historically black college or university. Yes, there are two black head coaches. Yes, they have a really, like, I can see how race can can be a part of it, but if you just look at it from a gen- generic, general viewpoint, like I said in my tweet, HBCUs are viewed differently, even though they shouldn't be, than other FCS schools. They're, you know, they're they're the same, you know, but they're not. That's the thing. You can't view them the same, even though they should be. They don't get the same recognition. They don't get the same appreciation. They, it, you don't see it in the same way. So the profile should be raised for them. Deion Sanders is doing it at Jackson State, and that's a really cool thing for them. A school with a history and tradition and prestige like Notre Dame to come in and be on board with something like this, I think is a big deal. And I think we need to look at that aspect of it. And yeah, it. I'll just say if we're going to break the mold and play an FCS school, it should be done in a very valuable, meaningful way that is more than just a football game. And I believe playing Tennessee State is way more than just another football game that's going to happen on a Saturday in Notre Dame Stadium. So, 
all those things together make this very much okay and very much something I'm okay with and like. I I like being a part of something that wants to include people that don't otherwise get those opportunities. Okay? You know, you know, sometimes it makes me emotional uh, uh, talking about this stuff. You know, not that I, I want to bring race or otherwise into my show. But this is impromptu because th- this meant something to me. My wife is half black, half Mexican. I've had long talks with her dad who is black. And there's stuff I can't even begin to understand. Or maybe I can understand, but I, I can't sympathize or empathize. That that would be out of place. Because I am a 37-year-old white male. You know, I I don't know the hardships. I, I have knowledge of them. I can attempt to understand them. But I can never relate in that way. And having been with my wife for how many years now? Seven. Uh, over seven. And just the, the talks that have come up, you know, just in our life. Um, I greatly appreciate this, what Notre Dame is doing. It means something to me. Um, you know, it, society should be about inclusion, not exclusion. And I know it was fun to put our foot down and we've never played an FCS school and we're never going to because, and, and that's, that's true. But did we care about that more than other people did? Probably so. That was more of a thing for us to say. I don't think other people thought twice about it. But if you're going to do it, and it felt like it was, you just felt like at some point it was probably going to happen. And I say that you probably didn't think about it in the moment. You probably Maybe it never crossed your mind. But now that it's happened, you think, like ever since Marcus Freeman, and it's been such a short time, just he's he's not dragging his feet through the sand. He's not taking baby steps. This guy's taking strides, like Usain Bolt strides, to get Notre Dame up to speed with what everybody else is doing. And does that mean, oh, we got to play in FCS school? Not at all. But there was an opportunity presented through probably a bond between Eddie George and Marcus Freeman. There was a a hole in the 2023 schedule real quick. That's not talked about enough. There were very, like a year from now, uh, if you don't have your 2023 schedule done, like what are you going to do? It's easier said than done. We are independent. We pride ourselves in being independent. But one of the challenges of being independent is that you need to fill holes in the schedule based on other teams' availability and when they're tied to a conference, that's a little easier said than done. It's it's hard to do. So all of that mashed together in one big ball of dough turned into us playing Tennessee State and putting a game on the schedule that has bigger significance in the grand scheme of things than a football game on a Saturday 
that we're probably going to win. And going back to my previous point, how many minutes ago, I don't think it matters if we win by 30, 40, 50, 60. It, it, I don't think it matters because in 2023, if we beat two of Ohio State, Clemson, USC, or all three, I don't really think it gives the committee gives a shit if we beat Tennessee, Tennessee State by 20 or 50. We're still in the same boat, guys. That's the thing. The data point argument, all that nonsense. 2023 is a year where the data point matter. The data points are irrelevant. There are three games on our schedule that will decide our season. You know it. I know it. They know it. So, uh, you know, and and for reference, just last season, Tennessee State lost to Mississippi State, I think, 55 to 10. So, I'm not going to be concerned about the final score. I'm We're going to win, but I think it's going to be a very cool, fun, for Notre Dame, historic Saturday. And you could argue, why is it such a big deal? SEC plays HBCUs and FCS teams all the time. Yeah, a, a team like Notre Dame doesn't. I mean, we just don't. We're not in the South. That's not where... Where our backyard is. That's why we play a bunch of Mac schools, because that's our backyard, and you show appreciation to your smaller, localized, regional, regionalized teams. It's kind of how it goes with those games. So, I don't know. I just need to, uh, more time and more words, which I'm very good at. More words are my thing. <laughs> but to, to expound upon my whatever 140 character tweet that plenty of people appreciated, liked, and understood. Then others told me to quit talking out of my ass and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about and that's hilarious. Get a life. Uh, and I I don't know if it would... I'm hoping, I'm hoping it was because we were just playing an FCS. I'm hoping it's not the other thing. If it's the other thing, maybe maybe we see things differently and that, that'll never change. But uh, it, it meant something to me. And if you understand where I'm coming from, thank you. And, you know, if you have any questions or you want to talk to me more about it, uh, Please reach out. You can send me a direct message on Twitter. Five foot nothing pod. Uh, email five foot nothing pod at gmail.com. You know, I. My initial reaction was this. This is not my, you know, oh, what the fuck? Wait, hold on. No, my initial reaction was wait, that. I. Admittedly, I didn't know Tennessee State was an HBCU. Full disclosure. No idea. But when that was a part of the announcement, and I learned that, my first thought was, that's awesome. That is so cool. Because too many times, 
They are deliberately segregated in a way that is excluding. And they, they should, those types of schools should get more opportunities. I mean, we're in a society where everything's about equality. To a degree. I'm not a big fan of participation awards. But uh, for purposes of Notre Dame, Tennessee State, uh, I'm, I'm in favor of it. I think it's going to be fun. We're, you know, the, the band angle of it from a, a Tennessee State school, you know, Notre Dame marching band, how famous are we as, as a group there? I don't know. I really, I'm hard-pressed to find a glaring negative that makes this not worthwhile for a lot of reasons. And something else you could add on to that, I talked about it a little bit in terms of Marcus Freeman. Clearly his strides and whatnot is respected by Jack Swarbrick. I think Swarbrick appreciates and values Freeman's approach to take Notre Dame to another level. And, you know, this is part of that. That's what this is. So, that's all I got. Just, you know, quick and prompt to my thoughts on Notre Dame versus Tennessee State in 2023. Um, Again, if you'd like to talk further, I am more than happy to do so. And if you don't agree with me, you know, I'm open to constructive adult conversation. Uh, I'm not open to name-calling and belittling and all that other stuff. That's just not my speed. But feel free to reach out at 5FootNothingPod on Twitter, 5FootNothingPod at gmail.com. Thank you all for tuning in. And next time will be more planned and organized and I don't even know what I'm going to talk about yet, but we will get there. But until next time, five foot nothing, hundred nothing, out.